Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You are listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast. And today we have on Norma Jean Belenke. Norma, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. Eric, thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. And we have no, I have no sponsors today because I just wanted to talk about Podbean, which is actually the wonderful host that I use. Um, so in some ways, you're a sponsor of the show since we're going to literally be talking about Podbean uh, this entire day. So you are the head of events at Podbean, and I thought it'd be really fun to talk about this event that you invited me to that I'm pretty excited about for Finance Podcast uh, Week. Tell us a little bit about this event that you're putting on. Yes, absolutely. So we're so excited you're joining us. Welcome to Finance Podcast Week. So Podbean, as you mentioned, we host podcasts. We've been around since 2006. We host over half a million podcasts. And for everybody listening that you know, maybe it just listens to podcasts. When you are listening to a podcast, wherever you're listening to is picking up that RSS feed. It's not hosting the audio. So we host the audio amongst other things. And so additionally, we have an app like any other app you'd listen to podcasts on, and it's called Podbean. And we also have a live streaming platform in the Podbean app called Podbean Live, which is really fun. I mean, it has all of the excitement and collaboration of like radio call-in shows. Your audience can directly message in the chat. They can financially contribute live in the chat. It's really interesting stuff. And we realized because 2020 was just, you know, a year (laughs) that there was an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It was a landmark, landmark year in many ways. Uh, We realized that there was an opportunity to bring podcasters together in a way that is interesting and fun and builds community amongst podcasters, but also amongst podcast audiences. So because of that, we've launched a series of live events, including Finance Podcast Week. And tell us what happens during Finance Podcast Week. Yeah, so many exciting things. So within Finance Podcast Week, obviously it's a it's a series of live stream panels with a lot of finance podcasters across the board. And these are podcasters that maybe you know and love, or maybe you haven't heard of, or maybe it's a topic that you're interested in that you want to know more about, but you don't know, you know who to follow or how to how to dig in. And so, you know, we're covering topics across the board from beginning investing to real estate to crypto. You're hosting our panel on the GameStop short, which is so exciting, um, which is fantastic. Oh my gosh, just across the board, we have a panel on women in finance. We've got Markets 2021. We have some incredible podcasters and guests. It's really a phenomenal event. And what's great about Podbean is we're really a collaborative platform. You know, a lot of different, as podcasting, we're in the wild west of podcasting. You know, it's a new medium in a a phase of exponential growth for podcasting. And Podbean, as a company and as a platform, we're very collaborative. We believe in the power of speech and everybody's right to build an audience and say what they want to say and, you know, get their message out. And so as a result, you know, we realize that there's a tremendous opportunity to bring podcasters together because everybody has their niche, right? And within finance, there's so many niches, right? I mean, just even in crypto or in investing, like there are specific niches that people are like, you know, this is my lane in 
in a way. To- no, it's, so- fun- it's funny because in finance, people are like, oh, you're in finance. Can you help me with a budget? I'm like, no, like, I'm not a financial planner. What do you right. think of crypto? I don't know. That's not what I look at. So it, there's very specific niches within the realm of finance. Absolutely. Yeah. But most people in general, when they hear finance, it's like, you know, unless they're in finance or they're particularly interested, their eyes kind of glaze over and they're like, oh, cool. Now, so I say it to my dad that like having someone like, you know, hiring me to like do your taxes would be, you know, my dad's a physician. It would be like mm-hmm. someone hiring my dad to like, you know, do their root canal or something like that. Like <laughs> right. thinking it's the same field. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And so because of that, there's, and because we're in this phase of exponential growth with podcasting, there are so many amazing shows and amazing experts that are sharing their wealth of knowledge. It's really yeah. an incredible time um, in terms of podcast media in general. It's phenomenal. What, what do you so, see that makes possible that has been limited, say, with other mediums like radio in the past? What do you what do you think this alters and changes for? for oh, for well, I think in. Absolutely. Well, I think with traditional media, it's very much controlled by a limited amount of companies or producers or even government oversight. You know, with television, for instance, a lot of television companies, I think the way it started, there was like three stations. And for anybody who's a media historian, sorry if I butcher this, but I think traditionally there were three stations and they each got a license to broadcast whatever they wanted as long as they agreed to broadcast the news, I think, for a certain amount of time per day. That was the agreement, I think, with the FCC. FCC? Yeah. Yeah. I believe in the 19 way backs. Gotcha. (laughs) As to millennials, we'll say that, uh, way backs. The way backs. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, in terms of the medium, it's grassroots medium, you know, and, and especially it's one of the few mediums where people can still say whatever they want to their audience. I mean, even with social media, we're seeing how things are censored in a way. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, everybody has an opinion on that, whether it's good or bad, but at the same time, you know, there are things are being directed in terms of messaging. Right. No, so. it's, it's, it's really refreshing and freeing that I can, even as a host, get on a show, express myself, share, and not have to worry about what the FCC is going to say, what Podbean is going to say about me, you know, and you know, there's a, um, do you, have you read any Seth Godin? No. Any of his stuff? So I love his work. And, you know, he's like, I think he's brilliant in marketing. When he talks about when you're creating any kind of art, whether it's, you know, a book or, you know, a podcast, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And he's always saying, you know, in the age of information, there's so much stuff out there. Instead of trying to just be this broad general thing, just don't hold back and don't try to be everything for everyone share like fully what you really know about without a filter. And even if you attract 1% of the people that you could, if you were more broad, that 1% is going to get a much higher quality experience. And I see that's what podcasting provides is I, for even my show, you know, there's a very specific niche, you know, it's mostly very deep value investing and very specific things, you know, the, even the GameStop short you brought up, you know, it wasn't about speculating on GameStop. It was on selling put options. That's not really a speculative thing. It was actually a value investment. But no one's really talking about that, about GameStop. They're just saying, what's, what's GameStop going to do next week? Should we buy it? Should we sell it? Should we short it? Like, and not saying you can't have that conversation, but like, it just won't be appropriate for my show. So to have even a different perspective, a different way of looking at GameStop, you know, on this show, I, I can do that without a filter, even though 98% of finance people may not be interested in hearing what I have to say, the one or 2%, they're going to get a much higher quality experience. So I think it's awesome in just terms of the general podcasting industry 
that that's what it provides for us hosts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also it's, it's an opportunity to have a long form conversation. I mean, obviously there are shorter podcasts and micro podcasts are fantastic. Sure. Um, they're their own thing, but you know, podcasting really allows people to go deep in an age where I believe we're in almost like an ADD age with technology. Oh my God, I know. Because, you know, you open your phone to see what time it is. And two hours later, you know, you're watching gymnastic stunts on Instagram. Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) Or gymnastic accidents on Instagram. Right. Or, you know, something just totally random where you're like, this is so entertaining, but it's designed to keep me on this platform. Whereas with podcasting also, you know, you can go for a walk and listen to podcasts. You can, you know, do the dishes and listen to podcasts and and all of that as well. Totally. So tell us about, you said that you have this live stream, uh, this live podcasting feature. Is the podcast week going to be taking advantage of that? Yeah, absolutely. So Finance Podcast Week is a multi-pronged, exciting event. And so as a result, we have live stream panels. We also have at least one live episode of a show, which is really exciting. So when the program comes out, stay tuned for that. Okay. And uh, we've got a lot of live content, which is fantastic. So when you sign up, when you join, you can join the conversations. You can, you know, interact and message in real time with your favorite podcasters that are talking about things that are super interesting right now. I mean, especially because finance not to pivot, but no, uh, finance has been just the past month. You know, we've had two major news stories that are finance based first with the GameStop short and then also with Elon Musk and Tesla buying $1.5 billion of Bitcoin. The Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah, Bitcoin went from I think at the beginning of the year it was hovering around twenty nine, and now it's at forty nine thousand dollars per Bitcoin. So I, re- I remember being at a buddy's house years ago, <laughs> yeah. and he was mining Bitcoins. That one was that was that like you know a penny, two cents, something like that. Yeah, I laughed at people in two thousand twelve. I was like, "That's fake money. No one will ever buy that." And now I'm just like, "Should have bought it." You know, that's just one of those things. I feel even worse where I actually was like, I think this is the future and I still didn't buy it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it was like all my friends, you know, we were all, we were sort of at the forefront of this, you know, in the more like, you know, libertarian sort of freedom Mm -hmm. circles that that I'm part of. So like, you know, we were all like talking about Bitcoin back then when everyone was mocking Mm us because I didn't never bought any. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's not as bad as the people who bought it and then lost the hard drive. Or the so, ones that bought pizza with it. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a buddy that bought a, a bottle of mustard with some Bitcoin. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a heartbreaker. And then, you know, obviously there's always new opportunities and there's always new investments, but you kind of feel in a way like, did I miss out on the on the millennial windfall of our generation? Yeah, there'll, um, there'll always be things like that. Exactly. You know? There'll always be another thing. And, yeah, and, you know, and, the, and the thing too with uh, investment assets, I mean, there's something like 50,000, 60,000 you know, publicly traded, you know, stocks around the world. And then, you know, hundreds of thousands when it comes to currencies and bonds and other kinds of securities, there's always going to be one or two things that have some insane return, but you never, you know, people don't want to talk about the the more other obscure assets that went to zero and they lost money. They don't talk about those. So we always right. hear about the interesting stuff that went up a million percent because that's what people talk about. Right. Nobody wants to hear about the one that went down a million percent. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Or people go, well, you know, if I didn't lose money on these three things, I'd have a great track record. It's like, well, that's, that's investment trackers have, have winners and losers, you know, but people yeah. talk about the winners generally. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also the times that we're in, you know, right. everybody's yeah. sharing their wins all the time. 
whether it's, you know, particularly with investment or just in general. Well, the cool thing too, is like when I do a podcast, just, you know, it's so easy to share stuff on Twitter and you can do like the dollar sign hash. It's like, instead of the hashtag, you have a dollar sign with the ticker symbol. So if I talk about X stock, like when I talk about GameStop, you do dollar sign GME on Twitter and anyone looking for, for GameStop stuff can find the podcast through the ticker symbol, which is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think with technology and the integrations that we're experiencing right now, it's making things accessible. You know, I'm sure maybe some of your listeners have seen that TikTok going around where it's like 80% of all stocks are owned by 10% of all the people. And which is actually from, I think the New York Times reported it in 2018 as 84%. Okay. Um, but Sounds um, about right. Yeah. But it's, it's an interesting time because now, you know, I think things being more egalitarian in terms, just in terms of information is opening the door for people, right? Having podcasts and having experts come on and like, you can, you know, it doesn't cost anything to listen to a podcast, right? And you can find experts and you can find people that are like your people that are interested in your thing. Yeah. And that's, what's so incredible about podcasting. Or it's, it's another way to kind of find your tribe in a sense through, through sharing information that's that's adding value for people. And if you're not adding value, no one's going to listen and, and, and you're you're either incentivized to do better work or you stop. Right. Exactly. And I think, you know, it really is an aritocracy in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of evens the playing field. I think every time something new comes out that is, you know, becomes a bit of a zeitgeist in terms of the overall population, right? We all have the opportunity to see, you know, for everybody who's like, oh, I've always wanted to be on the radio or, oh, I I have this thing that I'm an expert in, you know, it really provides the platform and the opportunity for people to not only build their audience, but to engage with that audience and create a community as a result. So speaking of engaging audiences, if someone who is not a podcast host, but is a listener, has the Mm -hmm. Podbean app and is interested in investing podcasts and they want to participate in Finance Podcast Week as someone listening, would they, are they able to actually interact with the panel? Can they ask questions in the chat box? How, how does that work in terms of the the live features? Yeah, absolutely. So the live stream, it's, I mean, it's called Podbean Live, but it's within the Podbean app. And okay. as soon as you join that live stream, you can chat with the hosts, you can ask questions. It's really a phenomenal platform because it allows that interaction that you don't normally get when you're listening to a pre-recorded podcast. Right. And then how would they go about actually finding it? You know, where do you go on the app to find Finance Podcast Week if you wanted to participate as a, a listener? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to do it is to sign up for the Finance Podcast Week in general is okay. to do the sign up. Yep. And so we'll have the link for the viewers. Um, I'll send it to you and you'll have it in the show Perfect. notes and all Great. that good stuff, which is really fun. Um, and then once you sign up and register, you get an email every day of like what's going on, highlights, all of that stuff. And then within the app, within the Podbean app, it's very easy to find the live. There's a microphone on the upper right-hand side. It just says live. And you know you can join live shows from all over the world. It's, it's phenomenal. And What's great about Podbean Live, which we're not utilizing for Finance Podcast Week, is that listeners can always call in. So there is a call-in function. So if you were going to use it, let's say, for intelligent investing, and you wanted to have like an AMA, right. like ask me anything, or like a Q&A, or have an expert on, you know, and have people ask specific questions, you could have those people call in and join the conversation. It's really and a phenomenal And they call in through technology. the app. They call in through the app. Once you're on the live stream, yeah, it's phenomenal technology. The audio quality is really high. It's just, it's phenomenal. And it's been out for over a year at this point. Okay. And 
what's great is that a lot of other platforms are starting to develop live stream audio technology and we have it. It's here. It's phenomenal. And you can directly, if you're a podcaster, if you want to start a podcast, you can directly record your podcast from the app and either download that audio and edit it if you want, or just directly Mm -hmm. upload it as an episode. It's really phenomenal. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, like from a technology standpoint, it's yeah, like, wow, no, yeah. that's phenomenal. And there's always um, new innovations coming out with, with podcasting. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the great things about Podbean. We're always innovating. And as a company, we have so many different things. We have an ad platform built in. We have an enterprise um, platform as well. So for companies that want secure encrypted podcasting for large organizations, we also have that. Um, we do some really cool stuff overall as a company. And you're very community oriented, which I appreciate Absolutely. You know, podcasting started as a community-based medium, and that's really where we stand with it, which is really fun. Um, so back to podcast uh, Finance yeah. Podcast Week. We've got the live stream panels, which is really fun. You can interact with your favorite podcasters. Lots of great different topics, different opinions, different perspectives, different expertise, which we're super excited about. And then we also have pre-released episodes. So these are episodes from most of the podcasts contributing, most of the podcasters. And it's an episode that hasn't come out yet. So if you follow this podcast, it'll be a new episode for you. Or if you find a podcast that you haven't had the opportunity to discover before, it's a way to find great content. So we're really excited about that. The program is shaping up to be just incredible. We're really stoked. And where do they get access to uh, the pre-released podcast episodes? So everything's on the Finance Podcast Week channel. Okay. Very cool. And you'll send me a link? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very, yep, very yeah, cool. we'll send you a link. It's it'll it's all in one place and it, it's pretty visible on the app as well. So and um, for listeners, what what are the what's the date of Finance Podcast Week? Finance Podcast Week is March 27th and 28th for the live stream panels. And the pre-released episodes will be out, I believe, two weeks before we'll start to release them. Okay. All right. Great. Anything else that you think I should have asked you or that you know we should have talked about that hasn't come up? Oh goodness. I'm trying to I'm trying to think like uh, in terms of finance podcast week, we're just generally really excited. We're stoked. You're joining us. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly pretty pumped to be part of this. It's, I mean, we're so when just you so reached out to me, about, I was like, I was just like, Oh, this is a great idea. This is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the talent and the expertise and the, the presenters that are joining are top of their game, you know, and it's really amazing to have everybody come together without, you know, the agenda of my show or ego or, you know, any of that stuff and just really, you know, come together and create community in a way that adds value to people's lives. Like, which, which we're already already about. I mean, even the, you know, the investment circles, like we're always going on each other's shows and helping each other out and sharing each other's content on Twitter. Like it's part of the community. Yeah. It it helps everyone, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're in the age of people wanting to know more about finance so we had already confirmed that we were doing finance week yeah. um, a while ago. And then it just happened to be, you know, kind of the hot topic of the beginning of 2021. So that's been really fortunate in terms of timing, but people want to know more about finance. People want to know about crypto in general, about Ethereum, about Bitcoin, about, I, I want to say Dogecoin or Dogecoin. Dogecoin, I, can't say I think it's Dogecoin. Thank, it's, like, it's one of those, like everyone pronounces it differently, yeah. right? Um, But people want to know like things that have been sprinkled amongst, you know, common thought or media and they want to dive deep, you know? And so it's definitely an opportunity for anybody interested in any kind of financing. I mean, we're covering topics across the spectrum. Like, do you want to know about retirement? Do you want to know about how to get started in investing? Do you want to know about markets? Do you want to know about like 
big market trends 2021. Like we've got some macro guys. Cool. Um, yeah, like it's across the spectrum. So it's definitely something where there's something for everyone. Very, very cool. Well, I appreciate you reaching out and it's it's been really interesting having you on the show to to talk about this event. I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm at a, you know, Norm, I'm curious, you know, what had you, uh, and maybe there is not some grand response. Maybe it was like, oh, okay, this was just something to do, but what had you want to be part of Podbean and actually be part of this new podcasting revolution? Well, I don't know if that's new, but sort of this ongoing podcast yeah. revolution. I mean, you're, you're, how did you're I get in, started? You know, right. it's like people who worked at NBC, you know, decades ago mm-hmm. when it was all starting, you're pretty much starting it. You know, we're in like the, maybe the second inning or something like that. We're so early. So how'd you get into this? So I was living in, New Zealand. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting Uh, that. Yeah. uh, Many years ago, uh, maybe seven or eight years ago. Yeah. I was living in New Zealand. Cool. And I had gotten a new iPhone and it had a podcast app on it. I think it was the Apple podcast app. Mm -hmm. And as an American, I just felt a little bit out of touch. Like I didn't know what was going on and, you know, just kind of current events. And, you know, I'm somebody who's eternally curious about the world. And I think that there's a story, everybody has a story and every kind of situation and thing in the world has a story. You just have to find it and how things are connected and, you know, where the, where the value and the interest is. So I've always really been a media, a media person. And so I was living in New Zealand. I got this iPhone and I was like, oh my gosh, podcast. And uh, a friend of mine from a couple of years prior to that had told me about how they had started a podcast when they biked from like Canada to Panama or something, you know, they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was in like 2012. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. Who would record radio? Like who wants to hear that? You know, it's like me and the Bitcoin skepticism. Yep. Same. <laughs> Maybe I'm a middle adopter, like a not an early here. adopter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. So I had found a couple a of printing shows. press. Ooh, that sounds like the work of the devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fire. I don't know about that. Cooked oh. food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I found this podcast app and I just, I, I mean, I went nuts. I subscribed to maybe a hundred podcasts. Like I went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, I love podcasting. So it goes from, I don't know about cooking to get me every cooking, cooking device in on the planet. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Here's my, here's my, here's my my offset spatula. Right. (laughs) Here's my egg boiler. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. So I, it was one of those things where I kind of dove in. I just, became obsessed. You know, I listened to so many different podcasts just across the spectrum. Cause I think, you know, the world is so interesting and there's so yeah. many different perspectives and, and so many different, you know, amazing things in the world that we live in. Right. Like, aren't, aren't you blown away that there could be like a 45 minute episode on like the most obscure topic of something possible? Oh, I love those. Episodes. I know those I know. are Me my too. favorite. Me too. I'm Me literally too. that person. I mean, you know, when we all can gather, I'm that person at a party who's like, Hey, did you hear about this super obscure thing I heard on a podcast? Do you remember this <laughs> insect that like has four <laughs> heads and can rip them off and like, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Heard on this podcast. So, right. <laughs> right, exactly. So it was one of those things where I just, you know, I became wild about the medium and I have a media background. I started my own podcast at one point, which was very small. It was an interview show. Okay. Uh, which, you know, was just for fun because I mm-hmm. had some friends that had really interesting backgrounds and like niche expertise and stories and that kind of thing. And you know, mostly like artists and entrepreneurs, that kind of a thing just very small. Um, okay. and I did that, I think I started that in like 2017 and it went for a few months, mm-hmm. um, which was great, but I just had other projects that picked up and, um, yeah, so I just fell in love with it. And then the opportunity to work with Podbean came about and I was just thrilled. Like it's one of those things where 
as a medium, people are so passionate about podcasting. It's not just like, it's not just like another thing, like people who podcast, it's, it's really a community. Yeah. It's and not like, so oh, I'm working for, uh, for, for this radio station. Right. Right. It's not, well, I'm sure radio people have their own. It's actually, you know, I would say it's probably more like working for like your local radio station where you have like your little like cult around you and your groupies and everyone's into, you know, this local rural station with that host who's been there for 30, like with that Exactly. Energy. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the community of podcasters is just so strong and everybody you meet yeah. in podcasting is pretty open. You know, everybody is really ex- just excited about sharing ideas and perspectives and having a voice. You have you know, to this- be because p- part of the magic of, of podcasting mm-hmm. is like when I'm doing my show, I'm being myself. You no. Know, and if I wasn't, you know, people would stop listening right. and guarantee it. So, you know, and I know as a listener of podcasts, I don't want to listen to a show where it's like someone comes on and all they're talking about is like, oh, go buy my book. Like, well, yeah. you didn't provide any value. Why would I go buy your book? You know, right. so I, I think that having sort of this level of authenticity, this kind of like, oh, we're having a real conversation. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you're coming on, you're talking about an event and I'm sure it's gonna be great marketing for Podbean. But it's like, well, it's Norma Belenke on and she's being herself and sharing about her love and passion for podcasts. And we're talking about the future of podcasting. You know, yeah. if you were just on like, hey, I'm doing this event, these dates, come on. And that's it. Like, right. people are weird, you know, but so so it's really changing the game <laughs> quite, quite, a, quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think nowadays in the age of information overload, it's the personality and the uniqueness of each person and what we all bring to the table that adds yeah. value. You know, and everybody does have a unique voice and podcasting is one of the few platforms where anybody can get up. Anybody can start a podcast and everybody has a voice. Everybody has something to say. Everybody has stories. Yeah. I always tell people, if you're not being personal and authentic, then there's no difference between your show and literally reading an article off Google that someone can just go and read. Right. And nowadays you can read anything, anytime. Of course. So, you know, it, it's like, you know, if I was, if I was on here and I was just like, hi, my name is Eric and welcome to the investing show. And here's a stock and here's hi, the numbers Eric. behind it. Yeah, hi. <laughs> it's like, wow, I could go on to Yahoo finance and get all this information myself. Why am I listening to this? It's right. like a really bad audiobook. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the meritocracy, like you were mentioning before, comes in. Well, that's why I I started this. That's why I started this. I I remember the moment I decided to start my show, I went on to look up. Now, now there's a lot of great value investing podcasts, but, you know, four years ago when I started, it was, it's actually like four years ago to the exactly like two days ago or something. Congratulations. Thank you. you. Yeah. So my podcast just turned four the other day. Your podcast Uh, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So I just remember listening to some, I was like looking for an investing show. I was like going on a walk or something. And I was like, oh, here's, this seems interesting. And I don't even remember what show it was, but like the person was so boring and robotic. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, this is literally like, I could like have like a, a text to speech on a Bloomberg article or something and have the same, you know, entertainment impact. Like I want to actually enjoy what I'm listening to. I'm going to listen to it. And I was like, well, I'm just going to do this. And I built a show that I'd want to listen to. Yeah. And that's the thing that podcasting does, right? Like podcasting enables, if you want to create something, you can go for it. And there is an audience. That's the great thing about it. And it really, I mean, it's like when people, it's like, (laughs) I didn't know these people existed out here. (laughs) The great thing about podcasting is out there in, you know, I guess what's the infinite void, which is really just people listening, right? You know, I have a theory about art. You know, sometimes we create art and we create things that are just for ourselves, right? And, you know, maybe you write a poem or you draw a picture or whatever, and, and it's just for you and you really, you know, keep it close. And then sometimes we create things that are for us and for people we know. 
right? Direct in our direct circle. And sometimes we create things for people that we may never know. We don't know the impact of that on their lives. We don't know how it's going to change their lives or shape their lives, or especially like with investing, like, you know, you don't know what people are going to buy because they heard it on your show or, you know, what industries they're going to buy into because, you know, they heard, heard about it like, Oh, natural gas, I'm going for it. Absolutely. And so I think as a result of that, what's great about podcasting is that, you know, we can take our expertise and our voices and we can really share them in a way that is adds value to people's lives in general, but also creates a feeling of belonging. I love that. I think that is a wonderful note to end this on. That is beautifully said. I don't even, I can't even say it any better. So I'm just going to like, let that be and, and, and marinate in that. <laughs> uh, Norma, it was a pleasure uh, to have you on, you know, please send me all the info so I can put that in the show notes for yeah. everyone listening and uh pleasure to connect. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.